0: Welcome to the Dive Table. This is Nick and I am in a very special place today. I'm quite excited. I took a trip to the Philippines. This is my first time in the Philippines and the big reason why I came here is some of you know, a lot of you know, all of our four listeners out there, uh, that I've, you know, just kind of pondered down the side mount road and early on when I started looking into side mount, you know, I'm trying to research a lot of different stuff and who is the, the gurus, who are the people that I want to learn from, um, I came across this name and I'm sure a lot of you have as well, Andy Davis. Um, uh, quite excited, I came here and took basically a fundamentals core skill clinic, I guess is what I would call it. Um, But I am here today and I was able through a couple of beers, Uh, able to convince him to get him on the podcast. So I'm quite excited today, and most of you probably know who Andy is. So um, I apologize if the recording is not as top-notch as it usually is, but that's what you run into when you get into travel recording, which I'm slowly learning at the time. But either way, I just want to introduce Mr. Andy Davis. Andy, welcome to the dive table. Pleasure to be here. So, um, you know, we'll just keep it simple and uh, talk about like a few things, but I guess the the first question that I want to, and we'll lead into other different things, um, but the first question that I would love to hear from you is, um, I would just love to hear about, you know, why you got into diving, what was that first course like, what was your first breath? Underwater like just kind of talk about that. I would love to hear about that. I, I was
1: always gonna be a diver. Uh, I, I Used to as, as a kid. I grew up uh, in the UK um, Next to a river and I used to have dreams of uh, being underwater swimming around in a river and uh, like halfway through the dream I'm realizing I could breathe so like there was something there that like I had to be underwater and uh it wasn't until I was at college uh, and they have like a diving club and I did some diving uh, and then during my summer I went away and qualified as Paddy and uh, yeah I, I remember like first breath on the water like in a swimming pool like looking up and watching the bubbles go up and like feeling drowsy and like want to sleep and I was so relaxed. I love you know diving and then getting out into a ice cold quarry in the UK in like uh, UK November with ice on the water and snow and, but being underwater and seeing fish you know like fish yeah. you, 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 you're interactive you're looking them in the eye and they're looking back at you seeing fish <laughs> I was underwater and it, it was uh, a childhood of dreams it was it was uh, it was an awesome awesome feeling uh, and, and it's never left you know it's never left me
0: what um, what are they putting you in, just wetsuits, like seven mil wetsuits, like the cold? I, I don't know what the UK yeah, is like, so I'm kind of curious when, when, about when that. When I learned, it was,
1: uh, yeah, it was before they allowed people to, like, to use dry suits yeah. and like, the instructor has to inflate you for dry. No, it was a uh, Farmer John double seven <laughs> mil wetsuit uh, with like uh, 12 mil gloves and you couldn't do anything. And after the dive, <laughs> You'd rush to the showers to get some hot water down. <laughs> you had to eat before the dive, like you know, like yeah. fried egg sandwich. at the little little place there, and you know, to, to keep your calories up. And it was it was grim. It was grim, but I loved it. You yeah, know, I was hooked for life the first time I, I did it.
0: But yeah, it was grim. Did you, was it like a discover scuba dive or did you just jump right into a course?
1: I, uh, at college, there was a dive club, but we, we never actually got to the ocean because when, in the UK, when the colleges kind of closed for summer, um, uh, the, the, that's when the, the only time you can dive. So it was like winter, autumn, spring, you can't go, dive. there was no diving to go anywhere, but we were in the pool, we trained yeah. in the pool. I got impatient, and then I went and booked a, uh, a patio, water, patio, man, open water. Open water. I, wanted, I needed a license. I wanted to go do stuff. Yeah, it was, it was all good. <laughs> but it was in the UK, and it was it was good training.
0: What yeah. are average temps there like in the summer? Because I know it can get pretty cold. <laughs> summer, it can, yeah, like high twenties. It can be really nice in the UK. Okay, so but that's when, Celsius
1: well, for all you American folks. Celsius, yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> all good. All good. Uh, winter in the, when I learned because I wasn't that clever and uh, um, I signed on for an open water course, with uh, like a paddy open water course uh, uh, up in, Not- in Nottingham, go diving in Nottingham, I still remember. And um, uh, it-, it was like fresh water diving in a quarry in November in the UK and the water temperature was two, three Celsius, which is just above freezing point.
0: Whatever that is to Americans, <laughs>
1: uh, it, was- it was cold.
0: So two questions. Do you remember the name of the dive shop and your instructor? Bring it back memories here. <laughs> uh,
1: go, go Dive, and I should remember his name. It was Mike, and uh, I can't remember the surname, and I should remember because it stuck with me because uh, at the time, he, he, he gave me the stories so like a good dive instructor should, and he was doing surveys of the, uh, the, the, the War X, off the coast of Normandy, which you need permission from the French government at the time. You need permission to go and dive because they're like war graves as well. You know the stuff you're in G- the D-Day wrecks, and um, he, he was doing this like, yeah, like not just diving because he was doing stuff like exploration and writing a book oh, cool. on stuff. And I should remember his name, but I'm sorry after ah. four, four beers, like. I, I, <laughs> Uh, but, he, but he but he was an inspirational he was inspirational and that was, that was go diving Derby and, and Derby and Nottingham um and shout outs to him because from nineteen ninety three ninety four something i i still remember at least that, that he inspired me
0: awesome to that awesome passion. well uh, if you ever thank you mike because you introduced andy to the diving world and Uh, definitely a uh, impact Andy has had uh, in my opinion and I'm sure in a lot of different opinions Um, so where where did it progress from there because I know for me it was okay. I did my open water. What's the next course? Yeah. Advanced open water. You know the the poster on the wall that you see, that you hear the tears that you go through, um, and and it was definitely like very natural for me. Like oh, I'm I'm in it. You know I, I want to find out what what more I can do. Um, kind of seems like I mean if you're if you're dreaming about it before you even started, you you were in it before you even got into it. Um, so like the progression, talk about your progression, like what was that like? Uh, so and then I'm, I'm actually very curious to hear more about the wreck diving, but we can go into that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, uh,
1: so after college I joined the military, and uh, I was kind of an outspoken guy, I was an officer. I was kind of outspoken during my military career. Uh, Doing do my training, and it's always a good thing. So the first <laughs> thing the military did was send me to the very north of Scotland. Um, which is out of the way, which is a bit of, you know, I, I, I annoyed the wrong people. And, and I'm up there running like security and counterintelligence and, and, and like an adjutant of, uh, of some bases. And, uh, uh, but, but the diving uh, up in the north of Scotland, Aberdeenshire, up, uh, 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 up Scapa Flow, famous wreck places. So I, I might've hated my life in respect to being sent to the far corner of the UK. <laughs> But I wanted to go diving and the diving I was doing was um, just, just phenomenal wreck diving up, up in Scapa and uh, you know, um, off the Abedinja coast it's, and hard diving, you know, it's, it's big weather up there. It's, it's on the same latitude of, uh, as uh, like, you know, up in Norway, you know, it, it's, it's cold water, rough water in winter um, and it was awesome diving. and. Uh, I really got into diving. I started running the dive club there, and then the the military sent me away to, eventually, to to become a dive instructor, running military clubs, which is what then led to, eventually, to me being a dive instructor when I left the military. Uh, All, all, all just random luck. (laughs) Uh, 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 Like, route through life, and... uh,
0: Well, real quick question. How was that, because I'm sure, um, I, I'm actually curious, like teaching a bunch of soldiers essentially, how was that? Was it easy or was it difficult?
1: In I know, sense? it's pretty good. The, the, the UK military has got, like, got great stuff. I mean, you know, like, when I was there, it was Prince Charles, you know, had a beast. He was like run, like the, the honorary uh, guy who runs BZAC. A lot of military bases have dive clubs. So uh-huh. when you join the military, there's Um, I I did parachuting, mountaineering, you know, you can do stuff, Uh, did boating qualifications, yachting qualifications, there's a lot of stuff in the UK military that if you're interested you'll want to do stuff. Um, And they sent me away uh, uh, a little bit later on, but but they they sent me away, I went to Ascension Island with some really good people and it's all run in conjunction with BISAC, the the dive agency in the UK. What does BSAC stand for? British Subac Club.
0: Okay, okay, cool.
1: And uh, we went to uh, the, the military, we went to Ascension Island, which is, if you draw a line between like uh, West Africa and Brazil, it's in the middle. It's a little dot in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> and we did like, a diving expedition, and it was a BJAC instructor course, and some of the, some really good people from BZAC came over. I ended up getting qualifi- qualified as an instructor in between night dives where we're pulling out big lobster and, and and post dives where we're fishing for bluefin tuna and barbecuing on the beach on this little volcanic strip in in the middle of the atlantic it was awesome experience yeah awesome place
0: well, that's awesome and what, what kind of stuff do you see because i uh, to be honest i've never heard of it and that just shows you my limited knowledge but what kind of stuff do you see in the water obviously some lobsters um, you've got a volcanic peak um
1: all, all on that island there's like uh the bbc world transmitter There's uh a, a, a run the runway was built because it was a, a diversion uh, site for the space shuttle oh. where, where, when the space shuttle was running then that's Um, And it's a little uh, refueling hub spot for anything the military would do, the the Americans come there a lot, the the, the British are there, Um, and it's a volcano, it's about 800 miles south of, I can't remember the name, they they sent uh, Napoleon there. Uh, away from everyone. It, it is literally like, uh, well, what, what, I'll give an example. Uh, well, we were out on uh, diving ribs, uh, ridges available boats, <clears throat> and our engine failed. And we, just hit, we were just getting to the limit of VHF radio range because we were drifting uh, without, uh, without an engine, uh, having pulled the anchor. And you, you go from 30 meters to like thousands of meters within 100 meters of drifting once you pull the anchor. And we made this mistake of pulling the anchor before we were... Before we made sure the engine worked, lessons you learn. And, uh, and we were drifting uh, towards the horizon and the island was getting smaller and it was thousands of miles. We would have drifted. How many people on the boat? There's about eight of us. Oh, no, it, was, it was a good... It was, <laughs> yes, it was an interest, interesting thing. That you don't pull the anchor until the engine works. Yeah. You, you live and learn a long time ago this is 1990s a long time ago but yeah, yeah you, you learn lessons <laughs> when you're diving in the middle of the atlantic it's uh, any anyone look ascension island <laughs> in the middle of the atlantic we, we were drifting towards the horizon and we were just within vhf range so a boat came out and turned us back in otherwise i'd have had a really good adventure story <laughs>
0: that actually that sounds like an amazing adventure story just to begin with so um well no that's awesome so you became an instructor in the military yes, yes. Uh, I, I, I i became
1: a dive master first with patty okay. um, i got posted to uh, do a, a recruiting job like recruiting office in the military uh in a place called leicester in the uk and uh so there's a, a place called Stony Cove in Leicester, which is a quarry, which is like a natural diving center. Okay. So I, I turned up there and said, can I dive? Who can I dive with? You have buddies and and, and uh, they, they sold me on a dive master course. Cause it was like, you can turn up every weekend and train and dive. And it was a good deal. Yeah, a dive master. So I managed to get that. And then later on, um, uh I, I had that prerequisite to become so i juggled uh, strided between uh like paddy the mainstream and BZAC in the military with, with the diving so i had this paddy dive master i could become a BZAC instructor they sent me uh, i got i got to get on this uh, a trip to, to, to do this project structure in the Ascension Island, which I, I didn't have to pay for, I have paid to go and do it in the military, which is a great thing.
0: That's nice, that's awesome. Um, so, and this is just off topic question, and this is just shows you, I mean, obviously I know about England out there, listeners, um, I'm just curious, do you ever watch uh, Peaky Blinders? You ever seen yeah, that show? Yeah.
1: Well, I, I grew up in that, uh, well, I didn't grow up in that area. I'm, I'm from the Southwest and grew up in the Midlands. Uh, I went to college in that area.
0: Okay, okay. And,
1: it's a great uh, show, it's a great, I was just curious. I, ha- I have a dubious past, so I, 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 uh, I used to, I, 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 was, I was very involved in the 1990s with bringing MMA to the UK. Oh, wow. And uh, I was a doorman. I, I worked nightclubs and bars through college to pay my way through college. <laughs> You, you can't be all right, I'm not a big guy right <laughs> uh, And uh, um, I, I was head adjudicator for the UFC the first time they came to Europe and all this. Uh, weird, weird and forgettable past. And, Man, I... Uh... And, and um, uh, so I, I, I grew up working, the, I, I spent my early 20s working bars and nightclubs in
0: Birmingham <laughs> in the black country in the UK, which just pick your mind as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's, so a, know, it's a an amazing like show. It. I, uh, so I'm definitely not gonna lie, I would love to have you back on and talk about this past. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I'm really curious, that's always a great one. So, I mean,
1: it's good money if you're in your 20s and it's in the 1990s, and and, and... okay. All you have to do is not let people into a bar. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I was just curious because that, that's actually just, like I said, totally off topic, but that was mm-hmm. one of my favorite shows. Or still, actually, they just ended. They just ended. Um, but it, that's a great, I, I, great I'm show. I'm a jujitsu
1: nerd in, in my spare time, <laughs> but but now I'm an old cripple. and, and uh, I don't do it anymore, but uh, some of my former students are exceptional nowadays. Oh, awesome. Guys, I used to awesome. it, but, yeah. what do it. Awesome.
0: Yeah. What do you think of McGregor? Conor McGregor, you know the new guy. He's like, he's Irish. He's Irish. That's I think he's new. Irish. That's oh. right. um, so. All right, back to the topic. Um, yeah. So, diving, diving. Um, how you know? Obviously, your 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 reputation precedes you. How how did you get into technical? How like what was the? Uh, when, when, when I was in uh, Leicester, yeah. doing my dive master course
1: uh there, there were guys it's a little quarry it's, it's like, like it's a the car parks so, uh yeah the guys who in florida probably understand it's a pub for diving <laughs> um where, where it's too far to get to the ocean and uh and uh they were uh there, there were guys who turned up with um many cylinders and, and told many great stories and uh, I, I was a DM trainee and I was soaking up everything I could for diving I loved it and uh, it, they would tell me stories of like if I lose this cylinder I can uh, I, I know my liters per minute to calculate like how much uh, and it blew my mind blew into the mind-blowing stuff it's like wow you're, you're doing like calculations on the water for your, like time and uh, so I was fascinated by that but you know I'm a dive master before I became a paddy instructor or, or travel around the world and, uh, it was well above my level but there, there was this very small thing back at that time there, 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 were, there were guys that did crazy stuff that no one else understood there was uh, there was like um, a, a guy that played Microsoft Flight Simulator talking to Buzz Aldrin you know it was like these guys Yeah, that's so. How did I get into tech? Um, I did my dive master, I I, I had some some time. I went to Thailand and did a paddy IDC. Uh, I I was in the UK and I wanted that next step. And those guys with their many tanks and their incredible stories of what they're capable of. and uh, 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 how they how they plan their dives of precision and, and, and the calculations that they do stuck with me. And it uh, just fascinated me, it stuck with me. So yeah, I went on early thousands, this is 2000, 2003. The internet was not a big thing <laughs> back then, dude. And uh, I, I Googled and I had this name pop up, like who's near me, where I lived at the time. I was just outside of London. Uh, i was in the military and um guy mark powell is like about 14 kilometers down the road from me uh uh, tech instructing i i didn't know who he was and uh so a few emails later we we were in a quarry in wales and i was hating my life and wanting to quit because i thought i was a good diver (laughs) and i was sinking into the mud and flooding up to the surface and my i hated everything with all this new kit and and, and uh, yeah, Mark Powell, you know, deco for diving, yeah. Intro to tech, he's the author, the the, the the guy, and that guy like changed my life. Uh, seriously, changed my life. It was like showed me what an instructor should be like, showed me what diving should be like, showed me what yeah, how you how you look at your equipment, how you analyze analyze stuff, um, and uh, that was a, a TDI really basic basic stuff, you know, intro. Uh, Intro to doubles, uh, ANDP, uh, Vatsnitrox stuff. And uh, I-, I wanted to quit. It was over weekends. I wanted to quit. <laughs> First weekend, because I, I had about 200, 250 dives at that time. I was a BJ Constructor, Paddy DM. So you're built up. I thought I was a good diver, and suddenly he's, you know, like, <laughs> just tearing me apart I, 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 and uh, I was thinking literally like head planting into the mud and floating up to the surface trying to do stuff and it was cold <laughs> it was like, it was like a cold quarry in, in a dry suit and, and I thought but I thought I was something special and then suddenly I realised you know that the the ego smash <laughs> and uh, I didn't want to go back the next weekend but I did yeah. and best thing I ever did um, you just have to accept it. I, 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 there's, a, there's a level, yeah. And yeah. I wanted to get. I knew there was a level. There was there, there were guys who were doing this crazy diving and you know beyond de- the depth of recreational, beyond deep diver, uh, beyond no bottom times and tables and, and computers. I wanted to do that, and, and I had to go past that hurdle of my ego saying, I'm not being as good as I thought I was.
0: <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs>
1: is a great thing
0: yeah it right. is it is and 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 i like humility is so huge um in in any aspect of life right just mm-hmm. because it makes you better it there, there's there's so many different avenues that you can go down that road um mark if you're listening i know you are uh no i don't know if he is but um i, I would love to hear if you remember that because that's 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 quite that's I, I quite doubt he will. <laughs> His advice to me after after the training was like,
1: "Go away, get experience. <laughs> uh, don't come. You know, I, no, and I don't respect this. You know, don't come back to me for the next course for a while. You've got a lot of work to do." And and uh, I I did, you know, and, and I had a lot of work to do. And uh, um, the the first time in, in 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 the diving industry, the first time as a diver, an instructor has ever said to me to you when I see you go go keep go working you you know the standards keep working you know I wasn't there a, a guy who didn't sell me the next course who, who didn't who who, who, who who wasn't well done you know <laughs> pan on the back uh, and not to say that Mark's negative he's a he's a lovely guy he's a monster in the water which I learned as an instructor like I am came him uh, but but uh um I wasn't being sold the next course in the series. I I, I was told to go away and and, and get used to my equipment and and to to drill my skills and spend some time practicing. Um, For me as an instructor now, years, like decades later, I'm I'm just like, yeah, it's so important not being sold that next course in the line. And and, and I had that with Mark, you know. I, I came away from a course with well done. You, you, you <laughs> get the card. Um, it, it was okay, but you're not going extended range, no, no moxie, full trimix within the next few weeks. You know, yeah, I, I, but I was that so much. You know? I, I, and this, uh, Mark at the time well, uh, hadn't written Dick for divers. So he hadn't done what he'd done, so I didn't know who he was. And I was like. I've been told no, (laughs) I've been told slow down no, work harder as to be a better diver before you step up and that is so fundamental, that's so fundamental to my philosophy now but what I believe diving should be when you certainly when you get into tech and specialists, specialist of Mm wreck side mount, it's it's the, the guy that tells you no which is the last thing into instant gratification culture wants. The last thing you want when you're spending money and you want a card at the end of your course, um the guy that says no or the guy that says slow down is the he's the guy that loves you. He he he's the guy that is gatekeeping for your safety, he's giving you the best possible advice and not compromising to sell you something else. And and that's so important and there's so little of that nowadays in the dive industry.
0: Yeah, I um no, I do I do love that because there there is a lot of that just selling that next course. Um, I mean, you know, if, if a lot of you listeners out there know Andy, there's some really good articles out there and, and I've read some of that um, to where there is that. and I've also you know heard you or read, how you're like? Oh, there's there used to be these gatekeepers, mm. and oh, and now yeah, that's yeah. kind of gotten away because um, there, there still are, but uh,
1: there still are, but you you have to go to the guys who who will gatekeep. Or, yeah. But there's a thousand guys who will just
0: Walking sell you through. a
1: card and then yeah. sell you the next card. Uh, if you're a recreational diver, you might not get the best training in the world, but it's not going to kill you. But if you get into tech, cave, technical wreck. Trimix diving uh, the, 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 the diving is consequential and you go deeper you go longer you go down a cave you go into the into wreck um, you know uh, it's consequential you make a mistake it might kill you Recreational diving not a problem you uh, the surface is above you, you you kick up you go up and, and, and you can survive. So, so the difference between recreational mindset, and technical mindset, is a big, big, big difference. Because you cannot just go up and breathe and live to tell war stories later on. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the, 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 the recreational dive industry went mainstream. And too many instructors very quickly fast-tracked into teaching overhead environment, cave, wreck, and technical diving with with a recreational mindset. Do this, tick, 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 you've done a syllabus, you get a card, you are now a tech diver, cave diver, wreck wreck diver, and the card won't get you up from 80 meters or out of the cave or, or or out of that wreck and no matter, uh, an the instructor who told you how good you did, um, he, he, he's not there to to get you out of there either. Um, so I, I'm old school in respect to if, if you're going to do diving that's consequential. Uh, consequential is you know, you'll get seriously injured, uh, DCS, the de- de- decompression illness, you know, serious injury, paralyzed, really hurt, uh, maybe never dive again, uh, or, 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 or you will die. Uh, there's got to be gatekeepers it can't just be selling someone the next course and the next course and the next course because you 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 can card someone up to the point where they the, the first thing that goes wrong they'll kill themselves and that's unethical
0: yeah for me yeah it's unethical no no that's that's such a valid point because um especially in the world that we live in you know getting that one picture is all about you know the instant gratitude but we need to face facts like this is dangerous stuff you know and then that'll kind of lead into you know my next question because um, we're you know you're you're talking about especially like not even the technical aspect because one of the co- crazy things that i learned here is you know i've done a lot of uh open ocean really clear water diving where it's like oh i can see the you know I'm, I'm 100 feet down 30 meters down i can see the 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 surface i could see the boat you know it's visibility is that great um and that was one of the things you know you were telling me I, I had a good grasp on it but it's like it didn't it didn't i mean it clicked with me but beforehand but then now i'm like oh okay i can see that Um, where you're like, oh, you know, that, that's, you don't hit that, those stops. That's death up there. If you Mm -hmm. shoot up to that. And, uh, one of the things that you said, we were doing some training in the pool, Arizona, uh, beach resort. Amazing time. Thank you. Um, you were, I think like 20, 15 feet away from me. And you're like, no, I'm, I'm two and a half hours away from you. I'm two hours away from you that's how you have to look at it like yeah you're you're 15 feet away but we're two hours apart like you are literally two hours apart and um it, it was weird because in that moment it clicked in my head like that's serious you know it's like oh you're right there i can i can see you you know but <laughs> you're two hours away from me and that's potentially a very big downfall if i shorten that window you know yeah. i mean, i used to dive
1: um before I left the military, but when I did left the military and I moved to Thailand, uh, with the guys on, there was a boat called the Envy uh, Trident. It's, it's now a wreck on Koh Tao, it's an artificial wreck. But, but back in the day, it was a tech liverboard, and uh, um, it was run by a guy called Jamie McLeod, uh, rest in peace, um, this guy qualified me as a tech instructor. This guy, I I, I worshiped when I was younger. He was, he was so old school tech. Um, Uh, and it was such a meritocracy it was like how good you could dive what you could go and do Um, and we spent our time off that boat Uh, i I qualified as a tech instructor and i was doing technical rec but i would give my students to him to teach so i could assist so i could learn from him as an instructor (laughs) weird thing right For, for a couple of years uh, uh, because I, I had, a, I always had something more to learn, and uh, these, these guys who were uh, going out there—they uh, they found the Legato, the US, uh, USS Legato, some first submarine found after World War II, American submarine sunk by the Japanese, and the Navy came and put reefs on this, and, and they were doing all this diving in the, in the Gulf of uh, Gulf, of Thailand, <coughs> uh, famous. Oh, uh, great! It, it, anyone diving in Asia at that time, you know. And uh, it was on the Trident, and the Trident was a great boat. and uh, But it was up very old school. Uh, so yeah, you, you could do deco under the boat. Uh, you're, you're three meters deep on your last deco step, and it could be a two-hour stop. And, guys can flip you the bird throw beers at you, <laughs> throw beer bottles at you uh, they're, they're, they're up there decompressing on the boat with beer and, and you've still got two hours to go and, and and you can flip the bird back up at them and uh, you, you you are you're not three meters away, you, you can see each other. You, you're not three meters away, you are 90 minutes away. You, you're two hours away, then 90, then 60, then 30. You're waiting to go up, and it's such a small distance but the pressure differential and everything with tech. Um, uh, we, we had some epic times, uh, <laughs> back in those diving. Uh, uh, J- Jamie's a legend of, of um, Jamie McLeod is a legend of Southeast Asian diving. I was fortunate with Mark Powell I was fortunate to to end up diving with Jamie uh, Koh Tao is now diving capital of the world <laughs> um, for the wrong reasons but we'll, we won't uh, go in there J- Jamie uh, started Koh Tao diving okay Jamie used to go across on a long tail a Thai Thai long tail boat with with, with, with cylinders and, and, and pay the Thai fisherman who, who was just a fishing place uh, and camped on the beach and, and used to take the divers out. That, that that was the guy. Uh, he, he died died of, of cancer a few years ago. The, the, the guy deserves more you know, respect in the diving industry, but Thailand wasn't there, but the, the guy was epic. And, and in terms of tech diving, it, it was it was insane, tech diving. It was old school, you no know, trimic, deep air. It was, the guys would do 90 meter air dives and, and take take a take a take a, hoof, a couple a couple of shots of G, Jack Daniels to, to keep their, their, their hands from shaking before they go down. And, and nowadays you would never dream of doing that. But um, the pioneers, they they pioneered, and uh, uh, what they used to do out there was was incredible. And I, was, I was so lucky to be part of it. Yeah.
0: Well. <clears throat> So just real curious, I mean, how, how did you end up in Thailand? Like, what, what? Like, talk about that. Like, was it a backpacking trip or was it like, oh, Thailand, I mean, I know how a lot of people end up in Thailand, usually a backpacking trip, but how, well, like, what led to that being from the quarries in the UK to the open ocean in Thailand? War and
1: divorce. <laughs> okay. I was in the military, war, come out, divorce, and I could do what I want and now I can go diving, and I, I was really lucky because I had a friend who was an ex-airborne guy, a British, British para and uh, he he was the um, British consulate on Kosamui, and uh, he, he's like, I'll hook you up, diving wise, dude. You can get over here, and you know, we're, you're a divorced guy, so you can go do what you want. Uh, and I filled my boots with diving as much as I could and yeah i, I started like twice a year hitting Thailand hitting and and early enough that i met the right people who, who were genuinely good and as a i was a fledgling tech uh, tech, tech diver and uh, guys were, were taking me under the wing and we would go out on the big boat and do these big dives looking for virgin wrecks and no one had ever dived before based on where fishermen get their nets snagged, and sometimes it's a rock or, or a you know a container falls off a container ship, and sometimes it's a Japanese maru or a, or an American submarine. Is every dive you don't know what you're doing when you go down, you don't know what's going to be there. That that that's wreck diving. Wreck diving is going down <laughs> down a line, not not knowing what you're going to get at the bottom, uh, and then sometimes it's. Something amazing, and then you have to spend your time looking for serial numbers in an engine room, and taking dimensions, and trying to uh, and then do re- then do months of research trying to find out what that vessel was and when it was sunk, and you can put together this history of you know you you create this history of uh, and and, and the dives I've done where where um, you know the uh, Japanese wrecks even there's families in Japan who want to know what happened to their grandfather. So you're actually doing, and I, 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 when I, I was on the dive where they found it, where they found the USS Legato and Jamie McLeod and the guys, um, the, the US Navy brought a, 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 an active boat over and, and, and flew out the, the surviving families of the men that served on that, that submarine oh, in, wow. in World War II. And wow. it was sunk by the Japanese, it, you know, no one knew where it was and and the u.s navy divers went down the line that jamie put down and they went down a line put a plaque on it and and the families put flowers in the water i mean it's no that's amazing it's huge yeah it's great it's, that's yeah, amazing. this rock wreck diving is all about just yeah.
0: press <laughs> okay. play again. Oh. So uh, I forgot to mention um, earlier, but we are at Hops and Brews Beer Garden. Amazing spot. Andy, Andy, is that the name of the uh, the, uh, the owner? Andy. Is it? Andy? Yeah yes, yeah. yes. 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 Yeah. Andy, thank you very much, Andy, for letting us record here. Um, super, super, super amazing. So thank you. Um, But Hops and Brews Beer Garden, if you're here at Subic Bay, definitely, definitely check it out. Um, Super good. Uh, I really enjoyed the nachos, the the chicken fingers. Um, You know, I I just had a little bit of the bar food. I'm trying to try the street food a little bit here in the Philippines, which I have not tried as much. But either way, um, so andy davis um we kind of touched on it a little bit but let's talk a little bit more about the wrecks like how how did you you know obviously i mean the 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 avenue that you've gone down meeting some of these legends in wreck diving exploration um you obviously have a wreck diving passion and Let's talk about that just because uh, I, I think that's huge, especially in the Subic Bay area because I, I, I didn't personally know. Um, it was such a wreck diving destination. Um, I knew the Philippines was because of you know certain World War II things, uh, but I didn't know um, I didn't know a lot about Subic Bay until I got here to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the wrecks and Subic Bay and, and just kind of go down that avenue. So I, I learned to dive in, in the UK, right? And
1: uh, the UK is. Um, uh, we've we got the English Channel, we've we got a Scapa Flow. We, 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 like, our coastline is full of wrecks. And it's cold water. There's there's no coral reefs, there's, there's pretty anemones that, that, that you can dive, but it's wrecks. UK diving is wreck diving. Um, Guys who, uh, anyone in Northern Europe, Baltic, the the guys who are diving in the Baltic seas and stuff, it's all wreck diving. And uh, you build up a passion for it. And I was lucky to go to Thailand and uh, diving on the Trident, which was wreck exploration. And you get that buzz for like diving virgin wrecks.
0: Really quick though. how did you hear about the trident? How did you get involved in that? That's I literally had a friend
1: when I was leaving. The military yeah. uh, gave me money to leave. Gave me money to leave. They gave me a training, uh, a resettlement, really re, retraining money. And I had uh, an I, I, like, incredible deal where uh, a friend of mine could could put all my a lot of this money into uh paying for a paddy idc course and an ie and 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 msdt training and tech instructor training and it was paid paid for by the military when i left and uh, i got to spend three 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 plus months in thailand uh on full salary as a military officer before i left so yeah that was that was a good deal um what what drove me crazy well the guy that i was put in touch with was jamie on the trident and, and i mean i did an idc course uh with paddy and my course director just started talking about Rex he died you know it, it, it wasn't a normal paddy the idc Ah, uh, a uh, partially a shout out to crystal dive on kotao uh, Matt, who runs Crystal Dive, uh, uh, but it was taught in conjunction. And, and, but my course director was Jamie, who was the wreck fanatic guy. And, and I got a lot of, a lot of talk about, I, I was already a tech diver, but a lot of talk about this wreck and that wreck and, 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 and dropping on a set of coordinates, not knowing what's there. And you drop and drop, and it's tech diving, so 70, 80, 90, 100 metres. You don't know what you're going to find. And sometimes it's a bit of rock, or sometimes it's a, a shipping container that's dropped off to the bottom, or a bit of wreckage. And, and sometimes it's in a World War II, an American submarine, or a Japanese Maru or well, something amazing. Uh, you know, history book stuff, and you, you spend the next week, two weeks diving it map everything get get the bell get get get, you know all the good stuff on it um it's it's awesome diving so i I had a paddy course director from my idc that spent every waking moment talking about the the pleasure of (laughs) hitting virgin wrecks in the Gulf of Thailand and discovering ships that haven't been seen for 70 meters and the families don't know where they are and the governments don't know where they are because in the war stuff such things we had a grid reference Uh, and and so the history and the exploration and and I, I got this bug from a guy that never never left it just you get a bargain and it never leaves like you got to explore you uh, wreck diving um, I, I, i'm in, I live in Subic i I chose to work here because it's the perfect wreck training place we uh, and since I've been here we've found seven or eight new wrecks wow uh, and and there's more to find I guarantee there's more to find outside of the bay uh, i I know this i'm'm I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. Positive thinking. I know this, there's more wrecks out there, um, uh, but since since I've been here, we've found Japanese aircraft, American armored vehicles, American aircraft. We've found Japanese wrecks, American wrecks. Uh, even in, in somewhere like Subi Bay, which which is a you know a commercial shipping bay. Um, in the time I've been here, we found we've doubled the number of wrecks because people weren't looking, and now we're looking. Oh
0: that's awesome! That's and,
1: awesome. And uh, I, I, we, we found an aircraft, and uh, the aircraft was a uh, as a British. It was a DC three decoder. I think the American military in World War Two called it Skymaster. Okay. A uh, transport aircraft that everyone knows from every war film. Uh, the uh, and we found out, and I spent three or four months trying to identify, because it wouldn't be British here, uh, I uh, trying to identify a, an American Skymaster that crashed here that would be in the bay, and I couldn't. Uh, and, and then you go you go to the nerds, you go to the aviation nerds, you go to their forums, and, and guys were telling me, well, the the... Judging by the cowls of the engines, uh, that's, and, and and there was a, a particular thing where where the tailplane comes up, it was pointed rather than cheese cutter, and, and then they said, well, is either Russian or Japanese, and I went, Russian or Japanese? How the, the, how, how did they use these Skymasters, these Dakotas, and then they were built under license before the war, so okay. Oh. It's the Philippines, it's World War II, it's Japanese. So then I look at, no, no disrespect for the Russians, but I look at more of the Japanese. Oh, no, they, they base these aircraft, these pre-war, modelled on the American with some slight difference aircraft up in, in Clark, which is 80 miles away. And, and, and they probably lost one. Because I looked at the special operations, all the, all the stuff the Americans could have done. It wasn't American. And, uh, and then we dived in there, and there were sake bottles. Like old sake bottles. And, and you could tell by the, the weld of the glass. And there were, but there were like vertebrae. There were, there, were, there were bones in there that, that we could pull up. And the engines were Mitsubishi radials, not... So we knew what it was, and it was a six month process. And you go for a dive, you could go for a dive anywhere. But when you go for a dive to explore stuff, and you find stuff, it doesn't end there. It goes into the, 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 the history, the having to deal with, uh, academics and, 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 and nerd experts in their fields. And so now I know what a Mitsubishi radio looks like. And I, and I know that the Japanese took an American design and changed certain things. And I, I, I know what a 1900 sake bottle looks like compared to a 1940s bottle of beer. It's, it's bizarre, but it's a hobby. You know, it, yeah. it's something that feeds you. And I was the guy that said, this, this is a Mitsubishi Shao Ukejima Tabby. T, it is T for transport, transport aircraft. And, and I've, I've, I've tucked the bones back into to the sea floor. Uh, and, and, but you can play with the instruments. The suits are there. You know, It's an amazing dive. Um, you can go see it. Great. But the exploration, the discovery that oh, yeah. the, the process of investigation of the wreck uh, to, to to find out what it was, where it came from, and and, and you, know, you can go further because some someone's grandfather, great grandfather, died. died. Uh, you, you can actually close questions for people. You can you can you, you can make you, know, you you can pop up from nowhere and answer amazing questions for a family what happened to grandfather in the war you know you you can do amazing things (laughs) and when 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 the u.s navy came for the legato submarine in thailand and and, and guys stood at the the bow of the u.s navy ship and dropped reefs and at the bottom that was they put up a u.s flag off the bottom of the wreck of their submarine um people got answers
0: yeah, no, that's huge. That's that's. It, it that. is. It's
1: it's it's so fulfilling.
0: Yeah, that is so huge. Just because I love that because you're you're, as the explorer, there's so many questions, but you're answering questions that you didn't even probably know were there. Um, that is so huge. And Rex just, always
1: have a story.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what's a really cool thing. And and um, you know, shout out to. Uh, speaking sidemount because i know he's a very big wreck diver and he talks about that quite a bit like there's so much history behind that it's not like a i mean obviously there's history on a reef there's history on a cave there's a lot of this history but that human aspect of you know people perished people people there's there's lives that were impacted because of this ship is down in the you know the the trenches or whatever you want to call it and that's so huge that's 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 amazing um no i love that and uh cuz I'll, I'll be honest i haven't uh i haven't dove many wrecks um i don't really know a whole lot of wrecks i mean i've done some stuff in lake travis um where there's you know little sunken sailboats like most divers dive wrecks are known yeah
1: they're in recreational depths and uh, they're, they're a bit of fun. I've dived this wreck, you can log it. Or, I mean, there's wrecks I do that, that, that are great for training. You know, they're, they're actually safe, but they're challenging. So in Subic, we've got a lot of wrecks. It's an amazing place for wreck training. Going inside, it's diving inside a metal cave. It's cave diving, but you're it's like a metal cave. Uh, there's not much difference if it's taught really well and then the mindsets are the same. Um, but but the going on to the exploration stuff, that's that that's the real buzz of it. And, and guys go people the guys and girls go people go on holiday, the going go on holiday, and they jump in and they go down and they see a wreck. Okay, great for the logbook. But the joy of seeing a wreck that's never been seen before. Dives End is not taking you somewhere to see something, and you've got a mystery of what it is. Who was on it? Which families need to know about it? Which governments need to know about it? How did it go down? You you, you write a history book for that wreck, and and you're the guys that found it. It, it's a side of diving that, that people don't grasp. There's, there's diving you can do, which is, it's, it's not just going down and looking at pretty things, it's adventurous. I mean, there's, got, there's people who, who go kilometers up caves and just discover fair caves, and, um, uh, uh, which is great stuff. And people forget that, 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 that there's something like 68,000 shipwrecks in the world. And, but if you go around the dive centres and the maps that we have where we take divers um, it's four digits it, it's not many there's not many wrecks we dive and, they're there. and I know for a fact like here in the Philippines around the Philippines there are, there are so many wrecks and we, I was here we, we, we used to go over the chop going from A to B, going to go, going this some wreck, guys. We, we, we used to go over the top, from when, when I was here in Subic, we used to go over the top of a Japanese airplane, an American airplane, and a Japanese wreck. And years later, we found out they were there. <laughs> That's such a we, wild we, I never knew. I, we never knew they were there. Um. And, and, and then there's history and if you're into history if you're into anything research based if you you know you want to be an explorer you want to have an impact on anything yeah wreck diving is where it's at well you, you can cave dive in, but if you, you unless you're a premium explorer but you can go out and find wrecks there's wrecks out there everywhere there's so many
0: oh that's amazing um <coughs> And so, e- everyone's
1: got a human story. Yeah. <laughs> and there's families. Yeah, no, that's and, so huge. And everyone is, is, is a project. And it's amazing. Wreck diving is amazing.
0: Yeah, no, that's so huge. Um, just because... So, so, you know, this will go into my next question. Um, but no, so like I said, I have not been to many wrecks. Like, I remember uh, when I first went to Indonesia... Uh, and here was my first time to really explore a wreck. It was uh, Weda Eco Resort, and there was just like something that had just sunk up to the shore, and that was my first natural, not natural wreck, I don't want to call it that, but you know, in in Lake Travis, there's a lot of sunken sailboats. I never really looked at those. I mean, they're pretty short, um, nothing really crazy, and then I saw this big wreck, and I'm like, man, this is pretty wild. And it kind of opened up my eyes to, wow, there's this whole different side of wreck diving. And I've heard a lot of people talk about it. Um, So I guess my next question is, you know, you're here, you're in Thailand, you're, you're meeting the right people. Is that what kind of led you into, I want to train people? Because there's a very big danger, obviously. Like I've heard about it in, you know, many different aspects where a wreck is very different in a cave in a sense where you know they're deteriorating they're they're they they could be collapsible you know and even a cave is is that same way um but you know you're in this wreck and you you know you have an overhead environment you have these man-made objects things are deteriorating they can break down in the same sense um and like talk about a little bit, I, I would love to hear you talk about a little bit of uh, yeah. that wreck that training.
1: So yeah, uh, diving wrecks. Um, diving known wrecks, diving companies will take you down, they show you around. Um, diving Virgin Wrecks, exploring for wrecks, another, another thing. Um, you don't need to be a technical diver because there's so many wrecks und- undiscovered in recreational range. Um, but but, the technical diving is normally where it 's at. The difference between seeing a wreck and going inside a wreck is the big thing yeah um, exploring a experience site is incredibly dangerous, so I started teaching that, and I was lucky you know I, I was in Thailand and I was dealing with good, good really, really experienced wreck divers, but we had guys i mean i I was very privileged. Uh, like, uh, Cola was over. And he'll probably never remember speaking to me, but I was loading every memory in, every brain cell in my body talking to the guy. Um,
0: okay. There we go.
1: Yeah. We're yeah so uh, you know, I had, I had some expert impact, uh, input, um, uh, diving off the Trident. I mentioned it before. Uh, John Chatter and Richie Colo came over. Uh, guys might not remember me. I, I, I as a nobody, I'm, I'm, I'm dragging information, especially Richie helped me invaluably in writing courses, uh, the, the, the course I was writing at the time for technical wreck diving. And then uh, it's not about going down and looking at a wreck, you, you're inside some, uh, this overhead environment, and, and it's the, the guys to talk to are the cave. Divers, yeah, because they dive in an overhead environment. So I I, I I, talked to, I consulted, I dove with the best guys I could know. Huge influence for me was Bruce Kenife. Um he's uh, the godfather of cave and CCR diving in Asia. Uh, n- not enough people know him, not enough people go to him for rebreather and cave uh, instruction.
0: Thank you. We're just getting more beers. It's cool.
1: Uh, but, but, but Bruce is, uh, is uh, a, a, a godfather of cave wreck. He, he taught the Thai Navy SEALs to dive CCR. He was discovering um, old Chinese pottery wrecks with, full of Ming Dynasty. The the, the, the Thai government archaeology department are pulling up stuff for their museum, Uh, and and, and, you know he wasn't filling his own pockets. He was, yeah, the absolute heroes, absolute heroes of wreck diving in Asia, and uh, so Bruce uh, was there, and um, I I learned, and, and, and I learned from cave divers, so. Everything for me, you go inside a wreck, it's a big metal cave. So everything you would need to know on a full cave course, and beyond, with decompression, if, 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 if necessarily come up, it, it is the same. I, I don't see a difference between cave and wreck. There's some environmental differences. Some houses and wrecks, you don't get in caves, and vice versa. But the level of expertise, to do either has to be yeah a commensurate to it has to be equal to, to to the cave you dive in or the wreck you dive in. There are easy wrecks and easy caves. And there are caves that are very dangerous and there, there are wrecks that are incredibly dangerous. And uh so I'm a, I, I I'm a cave instructor that teaches in metal wrecks.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that.
1: And, and some of the guys in you know in the cave community, community I, I accept and appreciate that because it's the same protocols, yeah. the same things you need to teach, slightly different environment, yeah, different different risks that come.
0: No, I, I um, you know, I granted um, this was a like the big reason obviously, and I I've spoke to you with this at length. The big reason why I came out here was to be like, oh, okay, are my are my skills um high enough to be able to start doing these wrecks you know so i wanted to come out here and kind of see okay where am i at where you know i I want your opinion what what should i do where do i need to go um and big 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 shout out always shout them out under the jungle natalie Mm -hmm. gibb um i really appreciate I, i went to a course there and i do see a correlation my my instructor aria absolutely amazing um even when i was doing some training with you i kept like hearing her voice aria mm-hmm. in my head like mm-hmm. do this do that and, and i can see
1: this in the water with you. yeah
0: yeah and that's such a huge thing because um it's it's what i don't
1: realize is, is is that fundamental
0: stuff yeah.
1: um so you you go to me to fundies and chat and learn and I could teach you but I didn't didn't need to teach you a lot of stuff right? and I've tried to push you over the last couple of days you've been taking both Sideman tanks on and off today earlier today with your mask on backwards and no vision and and, and I'm there slapping your head if you're not keeping (laughs) eye contact and and, and keeping buoyancy whilst we do stuff and um, So, what a lot of people, I think, in diving don't realize. So, uh, you're thinking, can I come to Andy to train? You know, I I get guys who are GUE fundamentals, UDT, Essentials, uh, they've been with a good, good diving instructor. Their core diving skills are rock solid. Buoyancy trim, situational awareness, uh, propulsion, Uh, Being able to hold a a specific position in the water. Nothing, uh, some people say, this is tech stuff. No, this is diving, buoyancy, trim, propulsion. This is diving. Someone who can teach you good, solid diving skills. You come to me to dive wrecks and tech, or you go somewhere to dive cave. They want good diving. Skill. And if you're not being given you, if you, I think it's sad if you have to go to someone as a specialist to teach you good diving skills. <laughs> there's, there's something wrong there because buoyancy, trims, situational awareness, <laughs> communications. They, they, they should have this, but no, they don't. Yeah. And uh, I, with my courses, you know, I have a I, I, I've explained to you. We were chatting. Uh, I have a couple of days before built into the course where if I need remedial time yeah. with people, and a couple of days at the end if they need to hit. There's a steep learning curve. Um, it, it, can you hover? Can, can can you do everything you need to do? Is not just hover. Can you do everything you need to do as a scuba diver and hover on control buoyancy? Yeah. And trip with your trim doesn't fail, your buoyancy control, your depth doesn't fluctuate. Yeah. Uh, everything you do is no water. I mean, if there's something you learn on no water course, air sharing, reg recovery, master room in room place. Can you do that without completely going to pieces and floating up to the surface? <laughs> like I did on my first tech course. Like, like, like I experienced. Then you're ready for tech, then you're ready for cave, then you're ready for advanced technical wreck, whatever it might be. Because there's, there's no mysticism. It's basic dive skills done really well. Are they reliable and ingrained? And, and, and can, yeah, reliable. Yeah. can you rely on these skills when you're learning something new? Yeah. And the job of a tech instructor and a cave instructor and a technical wreck instructor is not to teach you buoyancy. Or trick, <laughs> or back kick, or, or, or all these things. It's not because you, there, 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 I've got a whole syllabus to teach you, and that's not it. Yeah. That's what you. The tro- one problem is this is recreational syllabus doesn't prepare you for
0: it. Yeah, no, no. And, and and unless you get the right yeah, center right. And, I like definitely that. agree. Like, that's huge um, because even me as. You know i've promoted myself and i still do i'm, I'm a recreational diver at heart right but there's certain things that when i you know it's been a slow progress getting into the technical world um that i, I didn't realize how much of it really needed to be fine-tuned where it's like oh, okay like these are basic skills that need to be fine-tuned um but when you really get into that technical world, it's, it's very different because um, especially when you're in a cave or if, you know, and I've never been in the cave. I've never been in a wreck, but I can imagine it in the sense that, you know, that that floating up a meter three feet can really be a huge difference in if oh is this thing collapsing or am i just killing all of the visibility um and, and it's such a huge thing it, it, it really is and it's a, it's a slow process that i'm learning um but it's huge and and uh no and i i really appreciated it because we went down today and he's like okay you know andy was like okay like you know i, I first saw him he's like i'm gonna take my mask off i'm to You know put it behind you know i'm gonna turn it around and you're you're you're, you know he laid a line and he's like you need to stay on this line and do these skills and and granted i'll I'll, I'll admit like i've had some previous experience the type of diving that i've done working diving low visibility lake travis um but I, i was like you know pardon my french like holy shit can i do this right now but in the back of my mind i was like He's here, so I'm not, nothing's gonna go bad. But at the same time, I'm like, imagine doing this if you were not here and this was a real life situation and you had to do this because I know low visibility situations. No, and what are you talking about? We did,
1: um, I, I, and credit to Nick, we, 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 uh, I, I'm gonna credit Nick here on the podcast. Uh, a complete equipment removal and replace side yeah. mount. With no mask, mask <laughs> on backwards, totally tactile. Uh, all, see, I train my my divers to, 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 it's muscle memory and, and you've got to train it. Uh, so so I, love the, I love the no mask, mask on backwards. Yeah. Big, big piece of neoprene over your eyes. Um, take your left tank off, your long hose stove thing, clip it to a line, um, short hose, disconnect the LPI, Disc, the short hose off, bungee bungee necklace <laughs> off, clip it to the line, put uh, put everything back on. It, it teaches people in uh, very quickly this immense equipment familiarity, um, and, and you can deal with stuff without stress. Uh, but it's hard. Oh, it's,
0: it, but it's so much fun. Yeah, it <laughs> I, is. I love my job in this rotor. And I can definitely see. And you did really well. The, uh, thank, you. thank you, thank you very much. Um, but the the stress factor, I mean. I can't imagine because even uh, like like a day or two ago, um, when it was the first day I was here. You're like, hey, you know the the the. You were talking about a volcanic ash that's kind of spread mm. over here, oh, and you're yeah. like the the silt here is very whatever, uh, or not whatever. I'm sorry, It's just it, it lingers and it it really gets right. you. you. And you've seen this at the the bottom of Subic Bay. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it is it, like. Um,
1: I'm trying to think in catering, you know, you know uh, cornflour. Yeah. Cornflage. <laughs> it, it's this, like, quadgy zero... Yeah. What a zero vision? It's just, like, m- molecular and level. It's like you, Cassie. You
0: literally are like, okay, up. come here. Thanks for Holding to Holding on to you. You just, like, placed your hand down. <laughs> and then it was like... Poof, and then all of a sudden, done. Like, cannot see anything. And it's like, I couldn't even imagine that, like... I, I like I said I, I I'm fairly comfortable in low vis, but I couldn't even imagine that being in an overhead environment in a rack where it's like like you you told me this one. Uh, you get, you're coming back for an advanced record. You're <laughs> gonna, oh yeah. you're gonna
1: spend half that course. <laughs> <laughs> but you were in that
0: you were telling in that me study, yeah. about this one story, which I, I I like. I was like, man, I couldn't even imagine that. Uh, and you can elaborate on it more. Where you guys drop down and you're like, okay, it's so far into the wreck, and then we'll hit the side of it, and then we can oh, go that into was it. old days! That yeah. Was, yeah, that was. And like... then you went into the wreck, and you're like, yeah. oh damn, we need to go up, and then hit your yeah, head, and you're yeah. like, what just happened? I was like a
1: wreck off of Plymouth when I was back back in the day, like the Vansum water divers. Uh, they dropped us off in the current, and, and we're going to drift onto the wreck, and we're going to come up side of the wreck, and dive on the top of the wreck and then pop a buoy and come up and UK diving. Yeah. Very standard. Yeah. Except the wreck was, uh, tor- this wreck had been torpedoed in World War Two and had a three, four metre hole in its side and and we managed to drift straight into there and uh, and thought we'd hit the side and we we're going to come up to, to the top of the wreck and, and we hit a ceiling and realised, uh, me, 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 me and a girlfriend, that I was and looking, looking after the one and, and then it's like oh we're, we're inside and this is re-evaluation <laughs> the, the heart rate the heart rate starts pumping and it's like we're not just going to come up the side of this wreck we're we've now got a search to the the visible's not good enough because we could, we could see the hole we, yeah. just, we just come in so so we i'm not going to put a spool down and, and and try to get out this exit but I think it's in that direction. And uh, yeah, oh, great. Uh, things happen when you're wreck diving. Uh, and if you, don't, if, if you don't have really good training, if you don't know how to deploy a safety sport, if you don't know how to search for an exit, if you, if you don't know how to deal with your stress and have some psychological resilience and stress, because the stress starts pumping, you're like- Oh yeah, uh, I can imagine. Uh, and we'd come in, we, we, we'd hit warm, we're like, okay, we're gonna come up. The side of this boat, bad fish, and suddenly your heads hit something, and you're in an overhead environment. You know like, we're inside the wreck, and we didn't know we even were. I can describe to you the 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 the, the, the chest clenching, <laughs> heart beating. Um, we're, we're inside somewhere, and I don't know how to get out, and, and time is ticking, and gas is going. I, I, and someone needs to be in charge of this. And, and if you're the one that needs to make decisions, it's really stressful. It's um, some of the worst stresses as an instructor uh, when I'm with students because the responsibility of Oh yeah. There are times I've been in rags where I've uh, you get a bit lost or something happens. But when you're with the with student, you're like. You, or a less experienced diver, someone's with you. The, the, the thing that grips your chest is, isn't, oh my god, I'm gonna die. The thing that grips your chest is, I've got to get them home, I've got to get them up. You know, and, and I, I've had some chest grippy moments as an instructor. Oh, I, I uh... and it's the student never knew. <laughs> that, that, that's professionalism. That's professionalism. <laughs> oh because, because there's things, and, and not mistakes were made, but, yeah. but but there's been events where I'm, and if it was just me, there's things you can accept for yourself. You, you can say, oh. Okay. <laughs> But but if you got someone with you, 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 you can't, Oh, it's a different kind of. You cannot, ballpark, you, you, can't, yeah. you can't take someone out with you and and the the. the uh, and this is funny, but but, but there's some serious stuff. Um, a friend of mine died here as an instructor here at Zubik, and um did, did, didn't didn't save the day, you know, when it happened, and it wasn't his fault, and it was his technical rec students that kind of sealed the deal but he, he also didn't didn't save everyone and it's kind of terrifying but but for me it's it's not that. Like, oh my god this is it, this this is it, this is my last chapter yeah it, it's the I, I've got to look after people and, and, and the amount of responsibility that comes with that can be chest clenching when you have some confusion or, or something like that.
0: Yeah, no, I can, I mean, I, I can't imagine that. Um, or, or if I can, it's such on a minor scale, cause um, I'm yes, I am an instructor, but it's like open water. There's always the, the you know, there's always open access to the ceiling, right? Like you can at any point in time on a recreational dive hit the ceiling. Um, but when you hit a point where you're, you're in this technical mindset tech, not even mindset but you need to be in the technical mindset but an actual technical dive that's that's a whole different ballpark yeah. And I mean the biggest stuff
1: uh, on my blog the, the most viral uh, articles I've written are um, about the world record attempt by, by an American guy in the Caribbean uh, recently uh, 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 an accident report of, of a girl in Malta who, who died on a dive in a train dive uh, you, you, you can't do too many accident reports it's a bit more, yeah, yeah. but yeah the amount of lessons to be learned from them if you, you you're very analytical you look at the lessons what 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 divers can learn from that as individuals because most of it is really human value. No, no one makes a mistake in diving where it's like that was stupid because it was all understandable if you yeah. really look at it we all do it; these mistakes and a lot of them are um, uh, uh, just mistakes that we all make and we get away with it 100% of the time and if someone doesn't and, and it's very easy to be judgmental
0: yeah what is that uh, highest or uh, hindsight bias is that yeah, what hindsight it's bias. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 Gareth Locke
1: Gareth sure Lock, you do. human yeah. factors in diving, yeah. absolutely essential, essential reading. Uh, the, 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 we all, we all make mistakes. How many of us do a full body check? How many of us do full dive planning? Yeah. How many of us actually abort a dive when we're not happy with a dive because we don't? As an instructor, I don't abort dives because someone's paying me to to go do those dives, but there's times where. I might feel like terrible. I, I'm, I'm out of it. You know, I, I got an injury and illness. Um, I, I looked at the, this Christina Gucci in, in, in Malta. Uh, I knew her. We were Facebook friends. Oh, okay. We were Facebook friends. Uh, she was an aggressive diver. She was a military Afghanistan veteran. She was Maltese armed forces, but she went to Britain. She worked with the British military. But she's an aggressive, hard pushing girl and that dive she did was a a monstrosity she she was underweighted the guy had to give her weight had to give her rocks to hold she she he had help with three times on the way down and you you look at that and go this is just nonsense what she's a technical diver and she's doing this is nonsense and you know what i've been there and done it yeah no any guy worth his soul a good guy or girl, any tech instructor, cave instructor on this planet has tried to budge the dive to go forward. If you're an instructor, because you, because sometimes, I, I've been on dives where it's like full trimix dive is $500 with a gaff and, you, and you're not happy as an instructor. You, you stick your thumb in the air, abort, and your student has to pay again the next day. And it's five, six hundred dollars. Yeah. Now. So you wanna, you wanna push through. Man, you're, you're doing a dive. It doesn't matter. You're open water or or tech, and, and someone's underweighted. Okay, we had this. Yeah, we yeah. We had this. Yes, yes. And I take, I, I take a, I take a kilo out of mine and give a kilo to you. But by the end of the dive, I, and we were doing a train dive, and when you got too floaty, we went. Yeah, to the surface. Yeah, yeah. But still, though, but if you were paying happened. me a load of money, and it was a tech off.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's the
1: temptation uh, to just keep going a little bit further. I'll give you weight. I mean, to the point where with with christine and Gattie, you know g- giving yeah. rocks off the floor hold this uh, and um do you know how it happens more often than not the amount of time people make really perfect decisions like this isn't perfect <laughs> we're all going up now me you everyone we're all going up to the surface from a hundred million, and you've all paid five hundred pe- dollars for Trivix, but I'm not happy. And we're going, we're going up to the surface, or from a wreck, or, yeah. or from a, a basic course, or, a, or whatever it is. No, 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 no. None of it. None of us. None of us are innocent of saying we'll push on, we'll, we'll, we'll fudge our way through this. It's yeah. not great. I, once in a blue moon it, it kills someone.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's it's uh and
1: And we can't be judgmental of that yeah, because we've all done it.
0: Yeah, it's uh all there's done. there's uh there's a very perfect example um in the human factors Gareth Locke course where it's like Oh. all these holes, all these I don't know how to explain it very well. Um Swiss cheese model. Swiss cheese model. Yeah, there we go. And then it just takes that one Second for the whole story. But we're all
1: valuable. I mean, yeah. I, I, I was talking to you about ebooks, you know, like Daniel Kahneman and all this stuff that I think about. It's like, it's like we are valuable and no and, and, and wow, matter how good we think we are, and there's so many heuristics and so many cognitive biases. Um, and and, and Gazlox training is awesome. I'm going to promote this. I'm going be because if you're a dive instructor, tank instructor, for sure, dive instructor, and you've not touched base with Gareth Locke about the human factors, you you shouldn't be teaching. Okay. Because you don't understand the human side. Yeah.
0: Don't, no. It you is You don't understand it's the huge.
1: reality of how people act. It was huge for me. And you're teaching people how to dive where where the dive could kill them. And if you don't understand that you're not this perfect specimen you will make mistakes you will misjudge things your your reasoning you're you're so illogical that 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 you don't understand how illogical you actually are and you you will make really good decisions based on what's your priority like i don't want to make a fool of myself i don't want to interrupt the group i don't want and, and then it causes a big accident but the obvious answer from from step one was more than Yeah. Or I'm not happy. You know. Um.
0: No, that's huge. That's huge. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually quite bummed because we don't have more time. But Andy is definitely gonna come back on here, and I. Oh, can't we're wait. do yes, him. Yes. Yes. I no. This. Oh, dude. I you talk. you 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 become. A mentors in the time that i'm meeting you i cannot wait to do more classes with you um so just real quick like you know uh final thoughts like what do you you know i i, I just you know i want you to promote like certain things that were huge for me like the so article i'm giving unlimited access
1: to the internet to say my thoughts on diving as a tech wreck so i instructor for, huge. For, for decades um research your instructor because anything you want to do to be a really good diver is a specialist thing and specialist
0: things need to be taught by specialist experts so how can one reach you online WhatsApp, or what what like how how can you know i'm i'm a new diver i want to especially i, mean, uh, I,
1: I do answer anyone's question I'm, uh, yeah i'm scubatechphilippines.com uh pumping it, it, it is a 12 year old website but it doesn't reflect the scuba tech philippines. Um, Google, blah, 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 gob, a lot of social media and stuff. Um, uh, scuba tech philippines.com, the blog, the contact form, it's not there just to sell courses, it's to help divers. I will give my time to people who have good questions. I have a lot of time for that because I love diving and I want to help people. Uh, there, there's uh, scoops at the philippines on on facebook and uh, not sure where else uh, <laughs> youtube yeah, and, yeah, yeah. no and, no I definitely all the social media stuff
0: definitely search um andy davis no this has been this has been amazing so thank you very much for um, maybe we're gonna do more diving we're Oh not yes popular. no we're definitely more I, am, of this. I am I'm already like leaving here my girlfriend's probably gonna become, be a little bit bummed because I'm like when can I go back to the Philippines I'm gonna bring her I'm gonna train yeah her up. <laughs> do you,
1: do you, okay I'm, it's not good for you bug, but do you, do you know how many guys have tried their girlfriends up and then their girlfriends turn out to be bad divers. <laughs>
0: She'd probably be definitely be a better diver than me. She's very more in tune. It's um, nine yeah. nine percent of the time. <laughs> nine percent of time. I'll train your girlfriend an up, and you'll be like, mm. ah, that's because your better. I, I have the. I was like, I told my girlfriend, I'm like, I'm not going to train you uh, because we'll just fight too much. Love you, Becca. Um, but no, definitely, dude. This has been amazing. Like, thank you, uh, Scuba Tech Philippines. Uh, Check 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 Andy out please and if you're into sidemount which is really I'm, I'm kind of bum, but that's Would why you, I'm glad to have you back we didn't even talk Episode about mount. I know we didn't even talk about sidemount because that's literally why I came here you are a sidemount guru and um, no it's been this has been amazing like the, the these last uh, four or five days have been absolutely amazing so thank you very much Andy you've taught me um, of uh, just a whole multitude, which is really nice because then I'm I can so, leave. I'm
1: so motivated by, um, if I have a student, they want to learn, they want to dive. Yeah, and that's huge. It's huge. May If I win a lottery, I'll teach you free. <laughs> I, I'm putting out there. If I win the lottery, <laughs> I'll teach free because I, I just love spending time in water wow, with divers.
0: It's been amazing. No, it yeah. really, really has. So um, thank you very, very much. And um, obviously, all you listeners out there, thank you for listening um check us out dive table podcast uh we have our patreon i'm probably going to do an outro after this but no andy thank you thank you thank you very much this has been absolutely amazing um and i really really appreciate your time so thank you so much it's about to be a battery man